I believe that God still heals. But... Scripture is not discerned by opinion. You cannot rightly apply the Bible until you first rightly divide the Bible. We do not get to decide what the Bible means. We get to discover what the Bible means. Welcome to Rightly Dividing with Ron Anderson. In this episode, we're going to be taking a look at Isaiah 53.5, By His Stripes You Are Healed. This verse is often taken out of context based upon that one word and how it is understood, healed. And so we're going to be taking a look at the verses around it and some related verses and other places where the word healed is used in Scripture. Does the word healed always imply or mean a physical healing? And is that what this verse is talking about, physical healing? So Isaiah 53, um, verses 4 through 6. I'm going to read to put this up on the screen here. I'm going to go through them. And we're going to see, is the immediate context, is anything in the immediate context dealing with physical healing? So we start with, uh, surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. There's our first clue. He was bruised for our iniquities. There's the second clue. The chastisement for our peace was upon him. Here's the phrase, by his stripes we are healed. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. And the Lord has laid on him the iniquity, third clue, of us all. So in those verses, four through six, In the middle is where we find the phrase, by his stripes we are healed. The reason this is often taken out of context, this verse, is because of the word healed itself. And we impose, many people impose physical healing on it, though there is nothing in the immediate context or in the broader context of the entire chapter that even mentions any kind of infirmity or physical sickness. The immediate context and the greater context of the chapter is dealing with spiritual healing, not physical healing. Now, I want to say right up front, I believe God heals. I'm not saying that God doesn't heal. What I am saying in uh, examining this passage is, I don't think that Isaiah 53, 5 is dealing with physical healing. I believe it's dealing with spiritual healing. And to take it To mean physical healing is to take it out of context. Even though our motives or someone's motives might be pure, uh, might be sincere, that does not give us the privilege or the right to take a verse of Scripture out of context. So um, there are a number of passages that I want to refer to. This passage is quoted by Peter, and I think this is a, a very important point. This passage is quoted by Peter. 1 Peter chapter 2, uh, verse 24. I have this on, on the screen here as well. And verses 21 to 25. For to you, uh, for to this you were called, because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example, that you should follow his steps, who committed no sin, nor was deceit found in his mouth, who, when he was reviled, did not revile in return. When he suffered, he did not threaten, but committed himself to him who judges righteously. 
who himself bore our sins in his own body on the tree that we, having died to sins, might live for righteousness, by whose stripes you were healed. For you were like sheep going astray, but have now returned to the shepherd and overseer of your souls. Nowhere does Peter, this passage in Peter, allude to, refer to, or even explicitly state anything about physical ailments or sickness or disease. That entire passage around that, uh, the context around that verse that Peter quotes there, by whose stripes you are healed, is dealing with spiritual healing. Now, that's how Peter understood Isaiah. He's quoting Isaiah word for word in that phrase, and that's how he understood it. So I think moving ahead as we look at some other verses, that's important to keep in mind. Peter, in a sense, did not even leave the door open a crack for us to assume or presume upon this passage uh, a meaning of physical healing. He focuses strictly on uh, spiritual healing. So moving on, uh, there are a number of passages in in Scripture I'm going to refer to where the word heal or healing is used. How is it used in other places? Are there other places where it is used uh, specifically meaning a spiritual healing? One of these places is in Isaiah 6.10. Make the heart of this people dull and their ears heavy and shut their eyes lest they see with their eyes and hear with their ears and understand with their heart and return and be healed. That seems to be an obvious reference to a spiritual healing and not a physical healing. Uh, Another reference I'm I'm going to read from Psalm uh, 41. Psalm 41, verse 4, I said, Lord, be merciful to me, heal my soul, for I have sinned against you. So there are multiple places in Scripture where the word healed is used, and it's not in reference to a physical healing. Now, I will say, there are multiple places in Scripture where the word heal or healed or whatever uh, declension you might use of that word, and it does mean physical healing. And I'm, again, not saying that God doesn't heal because I know that he does. I've witnessed situations and circumstances where God has healed people, and even in my own life have experienced that. So I'm not saying that God doesn't heal. What I am saying is to use Isaiah 53, 5 in the sense of physical healing, I believe is taking it out of context. Uh, A couple of other examples. In 2 Chronicles chapter 30, um, Hezekiah is restoring worship in the nation of Israel. I'm going to read verses 18 to 20. It says, they slaughtered the Passover lamb on the 14th day of the second month. The priest and the Levites were ashamed and consecrated themselves and brought burnt offerings to the temple of the Lord. Then they took up their regular positions as prescribed in the law of Moses, uh, the man of God. The priest splashed against the altar the blood handed to them by the Levites. Since many in the crowd had not consecrated themselves, the Levites had to kill the Passover lambs for all those who were not ceremonially clean and could not consecrate their lambs to the Lord. That's an important point here. Although most of the many people who came from Ephraim, Manasseh, Issachar, Zebulun, had not purified themselves, yet they ate the Passover contrary to what was written. That's a spiritual issue. That's that's a sin issue. Uh, 
But Hezekiah prayed for them, saying, May the Lord who is good pardon everyone who sets their heart on seeking God, the Lord, the God of their ancestors, even if they are not clean according to the rules of the sanctuary. Now listen to verse 20. And the Lord heard Hezekiah and healed the people. There wasn't a physical issue. It was a spiritual issue. So here again, the word healed is used in a spiritual context, as I believe it is used in Isaiah 53, 5. Uh, another reference here is from Hosea chapter 14 and verse 4, and it says, I will heal their waywardness and love them freely, for my anger has turned away from them. And again, a spiritual connotation to that verse. In uh, Now, I want to refer to a couple of New Testament passages in dealing with Paul and, and Timothy and illnesses that they had. Now, if if we were able to just as some claim, just uh, state, just claim healing uh, based on this passage. I would think of anyone in the New Testament who would do this, it would be Paul. And even by Paul's hands in his ministry, God through him healed many people, but yet Paul himself had some thorn in the flesh, as he refers to in uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 12. Uh, and I realize there's much debate on whether that was a spiritual buffeting or whether it was something physical. Uh, but the fact of the matter is he dealt with something uh, that he was referring to as a thorn in the flesh, and he did not claim a healing over that as uh, by the stripes of Jesus he was healed of whatever that buffeting was. Galatians 4.13, Paul actually refers to a physical infirmity that he had. Uh, there's no uh, there's no way of determining exactly what that was. There's lots of scholars believe that it was something to deal with his eyesight. He refers to sometimes writing in his own handwriting uh, and how large of letters he has to write uh, to be able to see. Perhaps that was it. Um, Paul, the most prominent uh, in the in the New Testament uh, of all the people in the New Testament, aside from Jesus himself, I would think would be the individual who would be able to just claim that healing based on this, uh, this passage, but he, he does not. When Timothy uh, expresses some illness that Paul obviously was aware of, he tells Timothy to take a little wine for your frequent infirmities. Now, evidently, Paul had been Witness to that, either somebody telling him, Timothy telling him, or he had been around Timothy when these frequent infirmities would come upon him. And it's interesting that Paul doesn't just tell him, well, by his stripes you've been healed, Timothy, just believe and claim that healing. He doesn't instruct him that way. He says, take a little wine for your stomach. Now, I, want to, I want to say again, I believe that God does heal. He does heal in certain instances, at certain times, but not always, for whatever sovereign plan he has. Now, um, I want to go back to the passage that we, that we first started with, and that is Isaiah 53. Again, looking at the key words that are here around the word healed, transgression, iniquity, iniquities, and iniquity. Um, all of these words are clues as to what the context, building the context around the word healed, what that word means in this context. Yes, there are places in the Bible where it means a physical healing. There are other places where it means a spiritual healing. The context determines that. 
There are uh, different words, uh, and I've given examples of these in some of my other episodes, that depending on the context, the same word means something different. Uh, I believe it's in John 10, Jesus refers to himself as being the door to the sheepfold, the door, uh, that Greek word is thora, and then I believe it's in Acts chapter 12, somewhere around there, Peter's in prison, and the door is opened uh, miraculously, and he leaves. That's the same Greek word, but we have a literal door in the prison and uh, a figurative door, an illustration of a door. Uh, Jesus is using this in a figurative way that he is the door to the sheepfold. Same word, the context determines what it means. So as I wrap up this this short episode, and I realize there is much debate on this subject. I understand that, and there's room for discussion. Um, I believe Isaiah 53.5 is not referring to physical healing. Again, just so I'm clearly understood, I believe that God does heal. But I don't believe it's based on this passage in Isaiah 53.5. Thank you for joining me on this episode, and I encourage you to put your comments down below, send in your questions. I have thoroughly enjoyed interacting with a number of you in the comments section and the questions and emailing me as well. You can email me at rightlydividingtheword215 at gmail.com and make sure to like, share, and subscribe and hit the notification bell so you're aware of when future episodes are uploaded. Thank you for joining me on this episode of Rightly Dividing with Ron Anderson. Take care and God bless. Thank mm-hmm. you.